Hello everybody, my name is Pastor Alan Salamatin of Richmond Bible Baptist Church. It's been a while since I pod- did the podcast on the book of Philippians, so I'm coming back to the book of Philippians chapter 1 verses 27 to 30. And I'm hoping and praying that all of you are doing well. So let us pray first. Dear Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your goodness and faithfulness. I pray that you'll be with us as we dig into this passage and help us, Lord, to always choose to rejoice. In your name we pray. Amen. We all know that hypocrisy is something that is very predominant nowadays, not only in the lost world, but also in Christianity. We all know it when we see it. We see it in people whose actions do not match the words they say. It is the government leader who may be making rules, but he does not follow himself. It is the mother scolding her child for saying a word she often uses herself. Hypocrisy is ugly. We feel angry when we see it in others, yet we do not always see the hypocrisy in our lives. Jesus hated hypocrisy. He pointed it out in the religious leaders who argued with him. He warned his followers not to be like the hypocrites. Paul was once a religious leader. He was the kind of leader that Jesus warned against. Then Jesus changed Paul. Now he was a different person. Now Paul worked hard to live a life of integrity. He understood the importance of making his words and actions match. Other people are always watching what we do. They might want to know more about Jesus if they see his life in us. But sometimes people reject Jesus when they see hypocrisy in us. What we believe should change how we live. Our beliefs Our beliefs should always direct our actions. Our love for Jesus should make us more like him. And as followers of Jesus, we must be people of integrity. Then the troubles of life will not break us. We can stand strong through any trouble if we stay true to Jesus. Let's look at verse 27 of Philippians chapter 1. Stand true. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Here in Paul's letter to the church in Philippi, he wrote to his friends about his life and about how to face trials. He was not ashamed to be writing from prison. He showed that he could find good even in his troubles. He shared how he trusted God with his future. And then he turned to write about life for his friends in Philippi. The believers in that area had troubles also of their own. So Paul points back to the false teachers within the church who were pushing those extra rules on the Christians. They were teaching that believers had to follow all the rules of the Jewish faith and at the same time follow the new teachings of Jesus. These false teachers made life hard for believers who were not Jewish first. They were dividing the church and causing trouble 
they were dividing the church and causing so much misery among the Christians. Paul wrote that they should base their lives on the good news of Christ and focus on preaching those truths. The believers in Philippi had another problem as well. They were also being treated badly by people outside the church. So can you imagine not only within the church but outside the church, there's this, this group of people attacking them. Other people outside the church did not like Christianity during that time. They saw it as a threat to their businesses, to their beliefs, and to their own way of life. So they tried to force Christians to worship pagan gods and follow their own rules. Christians were then treated badly when they refused to do so. So the church in Philippi had some troubles. The believers needed to come together to face these threats. They needed to be able to trust one another. And Paul knew where to begin to build this trust. Each person needed to live with integrity. They needed, they needed to stay true to Christ's teachings. And they needed to do this consistently. Trust would grow between the believers as they saw one another living for Christ day after day. The same with all of us. If you who are listening right now is a believer, integrity is very important. You need to live your life in a very consistent manner. You need to look to the Lord Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. Now in verse 28, we're also called by the apostle to stand unafraid. This is what he said, And in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. You know, fear spreads easily. We have seen the fear of sickness spread across the whole world. It has caused some leaders to make harsh rules. Many people are afraid of being near other people because they fear getting sick. The fear of death is strong among people today. But courage also can spread. One person's courage can help others grow unafraid. Paul understood that the church in Philippi needed courage to face their troubles together. So he wrote, Do not be afraid. In nothing be terrified. Paul was not afraid as he wrote from prison. He knew that he would win whether he lived or died. The, Philipp the, belief the Philippian believers were winners also because of their faith in Jesus Christ. They could have the same courage as Paul by trusting Jesus to give them strength. This church probably felt afraid because they had enemies who hated them. The believers were hated because they were followers of our Lord Jesus. Paul reminds them to always choose God's way of love. Hate does not come from God. Paul reminded the church that they were on the winning side and they could look forward to life with God forever. No matter what happened, good things were coming for those who stayed true to Jesus. In verse 29, the apostle reminds us to stand in suffering. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ not only to believe on him but also to suffer for his sake. If I ask you, would you like to suffer? 
Of course, you will say, I don't want to suffer. Because as a matter of fact, no one wants to suffer. We all like to feel good and have an easy, comfortable life. But Jesus said that we will have troubles in life. God uses those troubles to teach us as well as to change us. And sometimes God uses our troubles to help others. Others may want what we have when they see how God helps us through our troubles. And Paul learned to see the good that came from his troubles. He wanted the believers in Philippi to learn this lesson too. They, just as all of us, could look at their problems and only see bad. Or they could see past their troubles to the good that God was doing. And Paul said that the world's hate was proof that the believers were living for God. So the same is true to all of us. We could look at our problems and see all the bad things happening all over the world right now. The violence, the murder, the hatred, the division. Or we can see past the troubles and see that the Lord God is still in control and is doing a great thing, a wonderful work in the hearts and lives of people. In Matthew 10, 22, I'm paraphrasing, Jesus said, you will be hated by all people because of me, but he who stays true to the end will be saved. Jesus even said that his followers should be happy to suffer for him. In Matthew 5, 11 and 12, he said, you are happy, you are blessed when people act and talk in a bad way to you and make it very hard for you and tell bad things and lies about you because you trust in me. So that's the blessing. The blessing is not people cursing you, insulting and mocking you, but the blessing is that you are trusting in God. You have put your faith in God, in the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's going to help you to go through all those struggles and challenges in life. So Jesus continuing in verse verse 12 said, Be glad and full of joy. Rejoice because your reward will be much in heaven. That's what we are aspiring for. The rewards that we're going to have in heaven if we continue to be steadfast in our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So stand in suffering. Staying true to, to Jesus through suffering is so hard. It's not an easy thing to do. But we can look forward to rewards that will last forever. We can learn to look at suffering as an honor because you are serving God. Suffering well and righteously makes us more like our Lord Jesus Christ. Lastly, in verse 30, we are called to stand together. Having the same conflict which he saw in me and now here to be in me. During the time this of uh, this uh, COVID-19 spread all throughout the world, we have seen a message that has also spread. People have shared the message, we are all in this together. We do not want to feel alone when we go through troubles. We feel stronger with other people. And Paul wrote to tell his friends that they were not alone too. That's the difference with Christianity. We are not alone. We may be together, but we are together with the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul knew that 
his friends in Philippi were suffering, and he, Paul, was suffering as well. Paul's strength could help the church in Philippi to stay strong, and together they could stay true to Jesus and win. And that's what we need to do, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. We need to bind together, to be strong together, to work together for the glory and honor of our Lord Jesus, so that we can win our daily battles and ultimately we know that we are already victorious because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Some things to remember before I concluded this message. The believers in Philippi needed to stand strong in their faith. They needed to trust one another to stay true. They needed to take hope and have courage. They also needed to look for the good in their troubles and they needed to stay strong together. My brethren, we can expect to have troubles too, just like the Philippian believers and the Apostle Paul. Our troubles may be different from what the Philippians had, but we will have troubles of our own. So we can learn from Paul's message to the church. We too, just like the Philippian believers, must stand for our faith. We must get rid of any hypocrisy in our lives. And we must live like Jesus Christ and stay true to his teachings. And then ultimately, we can stand strong through any trouble. Thank you for listening. I hope you'll join me again as I um, deliver another message. We're going to start in Philippians chapter 2 next time. So have a great day and I pray and hope that all of you are doing well, not only physically, mentally, and socially, but also spiritually. Let us pray. Dear Lord, um, I thank you for this moment that you've given us, O oh Lord, to meditate on your word in Philippians 1, 27 to 30. Help us, Lord, to stand fast, Lord, to the faith that we have in Jesus Christ and that we can do this together as a body of believers. May you be with us now, Lord, as we face and confront our daily struggles and challenges always with the presence and with the love and comfort of our dear loving savior and lord jesus christ in his name i pray amen